I'm Holland Curtis, and I will be playing Birdie. Currently on Pinterest, trying to find different types of scone recipes that I can ask for at the coffee shop. Hi, I'm Willow Wilson, and I will be playing Renette Bollinger, a costumer and uh, Etsy store operator. Um, I just want to, you know, make something amazing and help, uh, you know, lift you up. Hi, I'm Mary Stack. I'll be playing Georgie Sullivan, born and raised Brindlewood Baton and the owner of the local yarn store, Knitwit Haven. I'm just trying to solve crime with my friends and spread the love of knitting. Hi, my name is Jonah Knight, and this is Roll to Metal, a Brindlewood Bay actual play murder mystery podcast. Welcome to the freezer section of murder, wherein there is a freezer section, a murder, and a surprise. Brindlewood Bay was written by Jason Cordova and is available on DriveThruRPG. Follow the link in the show notes for more information. Okay, here we go. It's been about two weeks since the incident in the harbor. Since then, Georgie and Ronette have been up to a secret project that they haven't been telling Bertie about. But that day is here. So, Georgie and Ronette, what is your plan to surprise your friend? Okay. So, I've uh, taken charge of decorating up the coffee shop. Um, got a big banner. It says, Take Back Buffett invited Caliban uh, and all sorts of uh, other cool people. Uh, uh, pretty much anyone Birdie has ever flirted with, they're on the list. I just made sure that uh, Rowan did not make the blueberry stones for today. Make sure Birdie gets, gets all of the things that she needs to have a good day, even with Buffett. Um, <laughs> And it's just, uh, you know, there's, you know, there's streamers. We've got Paradise Cheeseburger set up in the back. It's, it's pretty great. Georgie, what was your, yeah, what was your part of all this? I guess I happily assisted. I was like, you give me a list of things and I'll go out and make it happen. You definitely did that. Yeah. Walk me through how you got Birdie here. Let's just mention Caliban's going to be there. It's on the text thread. Yeah, it's on the text thread. Um, like sunglasses. Yeah, spotted at coffee. Yeah. Spotted at, I love this. No, I have to ask if either of you have been acting suspicious because I feel like. Oh my God, totally. Possible. Okay. Probably Birdie has been trying to be as nosy as possible and figure out what's going on. Uh, she's like, is this like a coup d'etat? What is happening? Are they breaking up with me? What? Are they going to tell no. me they killed somebody and they need my help? Like this, all, all of the above, <laughs> all of the worst possible things that you could think of. She shows up for Caliban for sure. Oh, definitely. <laughs> so did you tell Bertie to get there before the music started or while the, during the concert? Oh, just before, because we wouldn't want to scare her off before we've got her in our clutches. Yeah, I think we want her to show up so like we can get settled wherever we need to be settled and she can have said some hellos to Caliban and whatnot. And then the music starts. Bertie, are you on time? No. (laughs) (laughs) When am I ever? If she thinks it's like a thing, she doesn't want to miss Caliban if he just happens to be at coffee shop. But she definitely shows up late with uh, coffee from a different coffee shop. A different one, probably a brand name. You can imagine, like, the biggest brand name one could find uh, walks into this little local shop right. with a Tully's. cup. Tully's. Hmm? Tully's. Sure. Tully's coffee. <laughs> Tully's. You know, the biggest coffee brand anyone can think of. Okay, yeah. That one. <laughs> definitely Tully's. I've definitely heard of that. She definitely looks good, though. She took her time wearing a nice shade of blue. And so she sees the banner and then turns around and starts walking back to her car. <laughs> nope. 
nope, 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 nope. Well, I've been monitoring the situation. <laughs> I go out, I grab her by the hand and I say, come on, Birdie. I promise it's not bad. I, I just, I can't, I can't with Buffett. You know, you know, I can't do this. Come on, we're taking it back. We're taking it back. You're a strong, independent woman. Somebody play Lone Paul. I tell Caliban to go to go meet them at the front door to like get her all the way in. Out in the parking lot, Bertie and Ronette, you can hear uh, the sound check get a little bit louder when the door opens. And Caliban kind of, uh, you know, he has a kind of a walk in his in his tight pants, kind of strolls on out, holding his cup of coffee, kind of casually. <laughs> hey there, you're uh, you're coming in. Fancy seeing you here. Wow. Um, are you inviting me in? Well, if that, yeah, absolutely. If that's then what you course, need, then yes, I'm. Oh, holding the door like a gentleman. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Ignoring mm-hmm. Ronette. Um, well, <laughs> all according to plan. <laughs> well, he waits. Uh, he waits for you as well, Renette. He um, holds the door for you, too. Oh, thank you very much. Georgie, what is the table like that you have ready for Birdie? I think we've set up a little... T- it's just a table for two, because it's for Birdie and for Caliban. Renette and I will sit nearby, but that's part of the plan. And we've laid out, like whatever snacks and decorations on there. Have you told Caliban about this plan? Nope. <laughs> of course not. We just ran out of chairs. Yeah. Yeah. He comes back in. He doesn't know that that's his table. He just sort of like stands by the door with his coffee. Oh, I, es- I escort them. Look, we saved seats for you guys. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, that's so, that's very nice. Oh, oh, Hey, you should pull your table over too. Just the two of you alone, two of us alone. Let's all just let's all just sit together. You know, I you don't have to tell like, me twice. We can do some- <laughs> I think in the middle of that, Bertie's like, "Oh, it's a little bit like musical chairs. We can we can change it up later, you know. Um, but we can, you know, it's it's how you get to know someone. You just sit in a little. Into I've already moved talk- the table. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's fine. That's uh, that's fine. Okay. Does anyone have any drinks around here? Is it just coffee? I think I would have arranged for them to like the siren is catering. You know, it's a it's a du- duo X. You know, it's because it's you know the coffee and then also some like some bar stuff because you know it's a concert. It's a casual concert, but a concert nonetheless. I I made some arrangements. I'm going to need a drink and also a blueberry scone. I shout over. <laughs> Oh, as a Caliban stands up. Oh, I'll, sure, I'll go get oh, you. Oh no, 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 no! A, a scone. I, this is a little, just a little joke I have with uh, the owner of the coffee shop. Uh, don't, don't even worry about it. You just sit. You sit and you sit pretty over here. I'll be right back. All right, all right, Caliban. Don't worry, she needs this. Okay, I'll. I guess I'm. I'm waiting here. I go over. And is Rowan working? Yeah, uh, Birdie. Can I get Hi. you a, a better cup of coffee than that? Um. Oh, no, this one is perfect. This is exactly what I need. You know what I do need so Hmm. badly? I really need a blueberry scone. Can you make that happen for me? No, it's it's night. We don't we don't have any scones. In you don't have any scones. Once there, you don't have any scones. What kind of a coffee shop is this? Birdie. I cannot believe you never have anything that is useful or good to say. I can't believe I still come here after. All these years of being such a loyal customer and you can't do one thing for me on the day, on my birthday, you can't make me a scone. When we're out of scones, we don't make more. They're fresh scones. When they're sold out, they're sold out. I'm. What about supply and demand? Yes. This is not a good business module, no, Rowan. It's how it works. We, we have a certain amount of supply. There's high demand. I'm just saying, I think you should go back to coffee shop school because I think I know a little bit more about what I'm talking about than you do. No, it's fine. It's fine. I'll just suffer another day without next, a blueberry scone. Next, can I, someone else? Anyone it's else? Great customer service over here. I flounce back over to the table. I'll, I'll oh. get up and uh, go over to, to uh, Rowan as if I'm, I don't know, ordering something. And I just slip her like a $50 bill. 
And of course, a business card that says like 5% off corset. <laughs> Thank you. And I'm sorry. You're doing good work. Okay. We're, yeah, we're, we're going to stop holding. You know, she usually only shows up in the morning and that's yeah. enough. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> Thank you for uh, not, I don't know, running away, which would be my first instinct in your place. So. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you, can I get you anything? Oh, um, I'm fine. Thank you very much. Okay. Enjoy the music. Yep. I go back to the table. Oh my God, they didn't have what I wanted. Of course not. Just, I, I glare at Rowan from my seat. Just yeah, like, honestly, I turn around rude. to glare. It's just rude. It's, it's rude and it's not good customer service. I don't know why we expect anything different. Yeah. <laughs> this is the best day ever, honestly. <laughs> Joy, she's just knitting. And then she's like, I guess I won't even bother to go try to order something. <laughs> they must oh, be out of everything. I wouldn't if I were you. <laughs> not worth it. She's just grinning. She's not even like keeping up with the... She's not she's keeping up the appearances. No, she's not even. just in her element. She's in it. Well, soon enough, the band gets on stage. It looks like they're uh, one member fewer than last time. Ooh. <laughs> but Hank has his guitar and he walks up to the microphone. They're all wearing their uh, their Hawaiian shirts. They have some props that are probably going to be quite fun. Maybe even an inflatable beach ball for everyone to bounce around in a little bit. Hank is sort of going through the motions, but he does seem sad that his uh, partner in harmony is no longer in the band probably still in jail. Does Hank still hate me? Or he was just really suspicious of me. Have you reached out to him in the last two weeks? Um, I think, yeah. I, even if it's just with arranging this event or, you know, taking this event that was already arranged and amping it up, there would have been some contact and I would have tried to, um, to repair some bridges. He was definitely suspicious when the three of you were sort of sneaking around his work. But after Theo was arrested, he was distracted in his, uh, in his grief. Uh, I think that it did seem to you that by putting this together, and now that he's on stage looking out and seeing a number of new faces that he hasn't seen in a show, at a show before, he's, he's optimistic that yeah. things will someday be okay. It's what you got to do to get butts in seats. You just invite everybody Birdie's flirted with. That's all you need. That's all you need. <laughs> she covers some ground. She's trying to. <laughs> this is probably a, a concert that's going on for about three hours tonight. How long do you all want to stay? I think that I would take a cue from Birdie. Like when she wants to bail, I'll bail. Yeah, same. I do get drunk and stay the whole time. <laughs> and I start singing louder than the band. Oh, so you do know these songs. No. <laughs> who said that who said that <laughs> just drunkenly shouting i don't know shit <laughs> she okay. pulls out sunglasses from her purse and they are super not jimmy buffett style sunglasses but they're like these fancy like cat eyes and she's like just vibing yeah just look at her she doesn't know shit about buffett i don't know shit about buffett <laughs> leave me alone rana and georgie can you each tell me a particularly memorable moment from this evening. I'd say the most memorable moment was when Birdie, um, at the height of her drunken stupor, went up onto the stage thinking it was a karaoke situation. She started singing a Jimmy Buffett song and then it kind of blended with like, with like, Hey Jude. And then it went back to a different Buffett song because like, I mean, the band was, like, really confused. It was great. They just couldn't keep up. Come on, musicians are supposed artist. to be able to... Yeah, run with You're it. You're an artist. You're doing a Improv. medley. Exactly. A, yeah, an improvised medley. That's a that's a thing. Georgie, what moment are you going to take from this? 
I'm going to go squishy and say it was more of like a memorable feeling where she's like sitting there doing her normal thing. Like Georgie takes knitting with her to like keep her hands busy and she just pauses and looks around and like her friends are having a good time, like singing along, pretending to hate things like the staff are like having a good time. The band is like super happy to see all the people there. And she feels like optimistic that the Caliban and Birdie thing might work out. And she's just like has this like really warm, happy feeling. So at the end of the evening, <laughs> the band is, has finished their set. Everybody is happy. Some people are a little tipsy. And Caliban says, uh, as, as the three of you uh, and he are, are sort of walking out to the parking lot at the end, that was a pretty good time, everyone. Everyone feel good about that? I feel great about everything that happened. So fun. Birdie can't respond except for anything negative. So she just like nods and grins. <laughs> She's like, anything that comes out of my mouth is going to be shit talking, but that's not, I need to be sincere for once in my life. So that's, that's her thought process. She's just like, uh-huh. Well, I, you know, it's, it's always strange moving to a, moving to a new place when you don't really know anyone. But I think, uh, I think this was a good decision. I think, um, I think it really feels like home around here. Oh, that's wonderful. Oh, Cal, that is so sweet. I guess it's pretty late. Uh, everyone's just going home now, or are we? Uh, are there after parties on this island, or uh, how does that work? Well, the party goes with us wherever we go. I'm down Not to keep wrong. going. What about you, girls? Honestly, I'm up for anything right now. A I just need cap? to make sure you get some water in you. I don't need water. I'm fine. Well. You're you're I'm you're wonderful. Great. You're wonderful. I look great. We're you fine. You do. I was. You I look, said nothing to, yes. to to suggest that you didn't look great. You look amazing. You look. Totally Let's get you amazing. some water. Yes, Josh. If I was said, drunk, equal I could liquor equal water is so you don't feel terrible the next day. What? Even in our youth. Oh come our, on. Yeah. If I was drunk, I wouldn't be able to walk in heels like this. She walks a little wobbly. <laughs> yep, you're right. You must be completely sober. Stone cold. Well, all right then. Um, <laughs> do the three of you want to... I don't know, do you want to... He's like pausing in case someone Come else over? wants to interrupt totally. him. Yeah. <laughs> Are you inviting us back to your all right. house? <laughs> um, yeah, wild, that would... But I mean... That would be fine. And you know where it is. It's up... Um, well, we won't talk about that, I guess. But uh, yeah, okay. Uh, I'll tell you what. I I don't have any wine or beer at home. But if the three of you would want to, um, I don't know, stop off and pick up whatever you want, I'll go and uh, I'll do a quick cleanup before you get there. Sure. Sounds great. Is there anything in particular? What's your drink of choice? You know, I like a white. I like a dry white. If they have any of that, I don't know. I I don't even know if the... The stores are still open. Oh, but they sell at the grocery store, don't they? They sell, uh, I think they sell beer and wine at the grocery store. Yeah, we'll figure something out. Don't you worry. Okay. Yeah, if, they're, if they have a dry white, fantastic. If not, you know, I'm not that picky. Yeah, we'll be by in a bit. Great. I'll, uh, I'll, see, you, uh, I'll see you in a few. Yeah. Great. See you soon. <laughs> we do not let Birdie drive. Oh, come on. That's... Fine. Mm -hmm. Great driver. Yep. Yes. She's sitting in the sure. passenger seat, just like swaying a little. <laughs> so there is a grocery store sort of on the way. It's a local place. Uh, you do have to drive a little bit to get there. And it does have a nice view of the ocean. Ocean view grocer. <laughs> Before it became a ocean view grocer, it was another business that was renovated. What was this building before it was a grocery store? Like a warehouse? Groceries are usually big, so... Could have been a, a lumber mill. Okay, so kind of a barn exterior? Sure. Sounds weird and kitschy. I love it. I love it, yeah. So you get to Ocean View Grocer. From the parking lot, you do have a nice view of the... Of the it's not the ocean. It's a river. Um, yeah. okay. But it's still called Ocean View. <laughs> yes. 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 We're not going back. Okay. Yeah. It's kind of like when Columbus came and was like, this is 
Ascendia. That's the ocean. Too late to change it now. Yep. No going back. <laughs> no take backsies. Yeah, we are stubborn, if nothing else. So it is about five minutes before closing time, which is plenty of time for you all to run in and get whatever you need. You can see from the parking lot that there are three cars here. There is a bike with a basket chained up near the door. And there is a beer truck, one of those like, hey, I'm going to come restock your own, your beer in your store kind of trucks. Mm-hmm. The back of it is open. The ramp is down. Other than that, it's fairly quiet. It is kind of late. I point to I, the beer truck and I'm like, lady. I grab her hand. And I know nope. because I see I see I see that thought process. I had that <laughs> thought process, too. And I'm going to say no. Well, OK, but like it always tastes. Oh, right. Fine. Well, we'll support a local business Fine. by actually buying stuff from a local business. So you go inside the front door. You pass a flyer for the Brindlewood Bay Community Players' upcoming audition for Moose Murders. And just walking in the front door, you can see that there are three checkout lanes, as usual. But no one is at any of them. Just walking in the front, you don't see a sign of anyone. One of the lanes has a shopping basket with a case of beer in it. It's kind of the cheap beer. Uh, There are a couple of empty shopping carts here inside the door. And there is some elevator music on the PA system. So as I was saying, yeah, it, 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 like it does taste better when you steal it, but it's not right. It just does. Like you don't have to say, yeah, but like it does, you know that it does. Yes. Yeah. But we can, we can, we can buy our stuff Okay. All right. But next time we go to like, well, next time if we go to like Walmart or something that we're absolutely stealing everything we can because fuck Walmart, but like local business. Sure. All right. We've established we're helping our local economy. Let's get some wine and cheese and snacks and that gallon of water over there. Oh, and snacks. (laughs) And it goes straight for the cheese, like the fanciest weirdest most most niche cheese that's the stuff i head over toward crackers and i kind of yell renette what kind of what kind of crackers can you have gluten-free or just any kind any kind that's gluten-free anything gluten-free all right i go straight for the snacks snack aisle immediately (laughs) i heard snacks and i was like i am ready to go get me some tortilla chips Hi, I'm Joanna Johnson, and I'm playing Flossie. I just need to make a quick stop at the grocery store on my way home. The only thing that can ruin my perfect evening is if I run into those silly old bits from the book club. Flossie, you know who these people are as soon as they start talking. Flossie turns over and sees the three loud, obnoxious women walk through the door, of all things. Of course, they're too poor to actually go buy anything. I don't know why they're here to begin with. Flossie sees these uh, three loud, ungrateful women walking through who have clearly turned to a life of crime because they are so poor and unfortunate. Um, So Flossie decides that she is going to follow Birdie to to poke fun at her misfortune because obviously she has lost all of her money and that is the only reason she could be stealing from a place as god-awful as Walmart. And also to make sure she doesn't like steal a bottle of wine or anything else from the grocery store because somebody has to make sure everything's going well. Are you being sneaky about this? Are you like secretly following her through the store? No, I think she's going to be confrontational about it. She's like truly concerned about the, uh, the, the, the state of the wine, more so that she just wants to make fun of Bertie. You see her. You hear that Ronette has gone off. She's, she's yelling around about cheese or something. Yeah, and so she's alone. So she uh, has none of her minions around to protect her. She is also being very loud about wanting snacks. So you know exactly where she's going. Cheetos? Does that anybody- do you guys like Cheetos? I'm shouting to the other side of the store. Cheetos? You know you can do more higher class than Cheetos. Oh, God. Not you. 
Ugh, and Bernie, what does this say here? You have turned to a life of crime. Did you lose all your money already? Flossie, you are so boring. You wouldn't even know what a joke if it hit you in the face. It's boring. a joke. You're boring. boring. God, what are you doing here? Can't you leave me alone? You are the one clearly obsessed with me. No. I'm here first. I'm just making sure you're not here to knock over a liquor store later. I would do no such thing, first of all. And second of all, you aren't even on my radar. I barely remember your name half the time, okay? Oh, you say it often enough. Yes, when I'm reminded by how much of a raging bitch you are. It takes one to know one, darling. Yes, I know, but you're also just calling yourself a bitch. You realize that. And that's fine. A, a good bitch knows who she is. Renette and Georgie. Very quickly, you know what's happening. What are what are your reactions now that you hear this confrontation that is probably sonically filling up this entire store? We need to separate them. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, my first uh, reaction is I, I, you know, I hear Flossie, I hear the whole thing, and I'm like, okay, I got to get there. And then I just I get to the aisle, and I'm just like, well, this is entertaining, <laughs> so I'm just gonna watch. So I think we've sort of met at the end of the aisle, I guess, should, basket full of crackers and wine and cheese. Mm-hmm. Should and we, just... should, should we do anything? <laughs> should we step in? Should we abandon Chip now? I mean, I, we might have to intervene at some point if we want to buy these things before yeah. the store closes so we can That's get to true. Caliban's. That's true. I mean, I think Birdie will be really sad <laughs> if we don't make it there. That's That's true. You're right. This is her day. This is this is, this is for Birdie. Uh, as I'm as I'm uh, arguing, I, I think I say something. I grab another bag of chips and I'm like, I know that you have nothing better to do than to stalk people to grocery stores, but I actually have um, a very beautiful man waiting at home for me. So I really must be going. Um, I hope your night is just as horrible as you are. Could you please leave me alone for once in your life? Do you say man? You yes, man at home. Obviously. Since when? Since always, depending on when you ask. But you don't. You're not privy to that information. So the four of you are here, sort of towards the back, back wall of the store, and from the front you can see a man in a in an apron and a tie being drawn to this noise, and you recognize him whether you know his name or not. You're pretty sure this is the manager, and he kind of looks down the aisle and like looks all around and then like approaches very cautiously with his hands out for peace. I, I, I'm sorry. Is there, is there a problem here? Can I, can I, can I help with anything? We're just talking. I'll go over to, uh, to the manager and just kind of step aside. Like, sorry about them. Nothing big going on. It's just that, that woman over there, um, Flossie, she's, um, she's the worst. So, oh, I can hear no. you. I'm right here. I know you can hear me. That's why I said it. So, um, so obviously anytime she's around something, something dumb is going to happen. So we're just trying to get through our shopping experience. So sorry that she, um, she darkened your doorstep with her whole deal, but you know, we're just okay. nothing, okay. nothing bad. Mr. Manager, sir. I am just here out of the kindness of my heart to pick up my mint leaves and my bottle of wine and my lovely chocolates that you stock that are my absolute favorite. And I'm honestly, I'm just here to make sure that these three hooligans don't rob you blind. They were gallivanting about talking about how they've just knocked over a Walmart. <laughs> I said no such thing. We were, you're a liar and a cheat. And mm -hmm. also your shoes are ugly. <gasps> how very dare you they're Manolo Blonics how dare you these shoes uh, are worth more than your children I don't know so one of our kids is a, is a lawyer yeah my oldest is a lawyer so maybe like check your facts before you say them out loud and these were gifted to me by a lawyer they're the only ones who can afford them unlike you from the back of the store. <laughs> Flossie, you recognize the boy who is at the, the young man who is at the register when you came in, also being drawn to this. Uh, and beside him is uh, another employee 
a young lady who's very tall. She's probably taller than all of you. They're just drawn to this noise out of curiosity. Like, oh, what is happening over here? So there's definitely an audience. That's fine. It fuels it fuels me. I always love being the center of attention. Okay, Birdie, you have one more dig to make, and then then we're just gonna finish up, okay? Just meet me at the checkout. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's nobody at the checkout now, you silly bent. The cashier is right here. And he's usually they do show up when one waits in line, my darling. The PA system goes off and there's a little tone. Boom. And then a recording of a of a woman's voice says, We are now closed. Please bring all of your items up to the register. We are now closed. Ah, oh, look what you've done. The bell. Come on, come on, wrap this up. Yeah, they're kicking you out, Flossie. They're not kicking me out. They're kicking you out. They don't want you to rob the place. We're just bickering as we're walking to the... (laughs) So the manager looks a little frazzled and walks off to the area that, yeah, those of you who have been here, all of you have been here before, you know that there's a little door off to the side that says manager on it. The young man goes back to his register and starts to hit some buttons and open it up again. The young woman, she's also going... Towards the front door, it looks like she's about to straighten up those shopping carts that are inside. Right. Well, since I was here first, I'm going to go check out now. Yeah, please get, get that done and then leave. There's the mojito with my name on it now that I have my mint leaves. You said Mai Tai before. What are you hiding? Wouldn't you like to know? I have a late uncle that for some reason could only drink drinks that began with the letter W. My mother has so many great stories about it. Maybe that's Flossie's affliction. She probably doesn't remember what she came in for because she only knows it began with an M. Yeah, that's drinks to start with a W. That doesn't even make any sense. Water. Wine. Water. Whiskey. But there are so many brands. Uh, Wallbanger, comma, Harvey. <laughs> See, you just try to get right? creative. Obviously, you're not. Oh, I'm just going to check out, please, sir. Yeah, he's uh, he's trying to go as fast as he can. <laughs> this poor boy. <laughs> um, he's got all of your things uh, uh, beeped through. Paper or plastic, or did you bring a bag? Uh, no, paper or plastic. Paper. Okay. And all of you can see that the the woman who has pushed these shopping carts together. It seems to be having a problem with the door, as though the door that you all just came in is locked. She's kind of rattling it, and she turns and says, Isaac, and the cashier looks to her, did you lock the door? No, I don't have the key. She says, well, it's locked now. And she rattles it a little bit more. I don't know, Mr. Croce probably did it. I'll go, I'll go get the key from him. And she jogs off towards the manager's office. It's probably Flossie's fault. I'm just saying. I call after them. I just can't. Okay. Give me my groceries, please, young man. Thank you. Okay. Okay. And he finishes your transaction, but the the door is locked as he begins to ring up the others. Silly talking about my uncle, who also used to smuggle liquor that begins with W. Boy, uh, I, I, Ian, Lloyd, I don't know. Boy, why won't the door open? His name tag says... Isaac, he's, uh, it's, uh, Isaac it's, he points to it. It's, it's, uh, I, I don't know. Um, I'm not sure. I uh, Usually the, the manager locks it at the end of the night. Maybe he thought that, maybe he locked it because he didn't know anyone was in here. And Daisy will come back with the key in a second now, I guess. And he looks oh, after. He's jammed. Sometimes doors get jammed. You can't, you gotta just get some force in it, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Ma- Flossie's maybe- locked it to kill us all, you know. <laughs> I would... I wouldn't put it past her. And he tries to check the rest of you out very quickly and gets through it. And eventually, uh, Mr. Croce, the manager, comes back. He's hustling. And Daisy is behind him. And he says, what happened to the door? She's like, I don't know. The door's locked. He says, well, well, I don't have the key. The key. He goes up to the door and he rattles on it. He says, well, who, who locked it? And the three employees are kind of huddled. They're like, I, I didn't lock it. I don't know. Oh, Scarlet probably locked the door. Daisy, go see if Scarlet's still in seafood. She should be closed up by now. So this is where Scarlet works. Croce looks at you and says, Oh, uh, Scar- yes, yeah, Scarlet Bender. Yes, uh, she runs the, the seafood. 
a seafood yeah. department here. He knew she was. She worked with a fish, like a fish market girl. But okay, I didn't realize it was here. Cool. And and I I just want to apologize. Um, we we don't lock the doors until everyone's out. I guess Scarlet came up and assumed that the store was closed and just locked the doors. So she she should be here in a minute. She she can unlock it. I'm I'm very sorry about this. Oh, maybe no we should go wait Scarlet, somewhere. Yeah. You know, elsewhere. Yeah, you know, it's it's no problem at all. Scarlet's been going through some stuff, so I, do, I don't blame her. Of course, her mind would be elsewhere. Mm-hmm. He kind of nods. Yeah, I'm I'm sorry. Um, Isaac, you can close the register now. Uh, we got to count out. We got to keep closing. I'll tell you what, I'll take your I'll take your drawer back upstairs and I'll count it out. And you just wait here and make sure that these that these ladies can can get out safely. And Isaac hits some buttons and hands his cash drawer over to the manager who then walks off. And Isaac stands there awkwardly as though he doesn't know what to do. So what kind of music do you like, Isaac? Uh, I don't really like music. This is the end I'm... of that conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Bertie fully turns away from him. <laughs> Does more not speak a, to him. More of a visual arts kind of guy rather than auditory. Is that, that what you're saying? I, uh, what, I like swimming. Is that what you mean? You know, everyone needs a hobby. Sure, why not? Yeah, that's what I mean. Oh, honestly, ladies, you're breaking the poor boy. Just let the help be. Oh, God. Okay. Okay. I can't even respond to that. And from the back of the store, we can hear a scream. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Sorry. (laughs) You see, someone else heard your remark, Flossie, and they also think it's bad. Yeah, that's how they took it. That didn't sound good, though. Should we go? Yeah, let's. Yeah, let's, yeah we should go. <laughs> and Isaac goes along with you, uh, and he seems very concerned and starts walking quickly, like he wants to break into a, a fast jog. And after a moment, he does, and he sort of gets away from the group of you. You pass the seafood department, which looks like it's been closed. All the ice and the fish have been taken out, and it's dark back there. And he passes by it around the corner, and as you join him, you can see that Daisy, the, the woman who left to look for Scarlet, is standing in front of the cooler. And there is a man with a bag over his head that has been stuffed inside the cooler. This is like one of those like fish display cases? Uh, past like that. Like that kind of cooler? Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's yes. behind that. Yes. Okay. Because <laughs> shoved into one of those like refrigerated display cases, that would be a lot. That'd be a but this is also a lot. <laughs> yeah. That's not very nice. That's not good. No. Oh, F- Flossie, just cl- come clean already. Wh- why would it be me? I've been with you the whole time. You wouldn't leave me alone. You wouldn't leave me. You know what? You know what? I'm a better person than this. I'm not going to argue when there's a dead man in front of us. So you maybe just admit it to yourself. You did brag about being here first. I'm just saying. You did. <laughs> so what I'm hearing is we have already like, caught the killer. Somebody call Fern. Yeah, look at you. You're incriminating yourself again. If memory serves, this is also the point in the murder where you go touch the dead body. You did do that. Is that what you want to do? You did that one time. You want to go get your 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 DNA all over him. You want to just have us look at look watch you do that. So so you know nothing is incriminating. Touch the body so you can incriminate me when it was obviously you three hooligans knocking off WalMarts and all sorts of. First of all, there is not a Walmart in Brentlewood Bay. Trust me, I've checked. Georgie starts giggling because she just got called a hooligan. (laughs) (laughs) But you know who was a hooligan? My late uncle. (laughs) Okay, girls, girls, look, we can we can set this aside for the sake of solving this, because this this is it. I know we've seen this a couple of times, but this is a dead man. This, this might be a moment when you see that Isaac and Daisy have opened the cooler and are taking this man out and laying him on the floor. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What are you doing? Don't tamper with the body. What are you doing? Oh, uh, well, we can't. We, we just were arguing with Flossie not to touch bodies. You're not trying to still close up the store, are you? We can't close if there's a, a mess in, in here. A mess? You call in this dead body, this former spark of life that has been oh. snuffed out before its time, a mess? Well, 
Okay. I, I, I uh, knew it. it because you don't like music and nobody just doesn't. Nobody dislikes music. I knew it had to be something. Yeah. yeah well, no, maybe I, the manager. Shouldn't he be helping deal uh, with uh, all Mr. of this? Yeah, Mr. Mr. Croce. Yeah. Sure. Um, he went upstairs to count the drawer. Oh, yeah. Um, he should d- He should know. And we need to, I hate to say it, but we got to call Fern. Yeah, and Isaac says, yeah, uh, uh, Daisy, I'll, I'll go get uh, Miss Croce. Did you, you didn't see Scarlet? And Daisy says, no, she wasn't back in in seafood um but i'll go check the warehouse sometimes she sometimes she goes back in the warehouse to keep telling her okay i'll go check the warehouse and they both run off oh okay so we're just all right georgie would you like to use your phone and call call fern oh i've already sent a string of emojis that hopefully fern will <laughs> interpret as a murder at the the okay. ocean view grocer. So, those are difficult for normal people to interpret. <laughs> and with Fern, she's she's it's just going to be coming guns blazing no matter what. So I'm just gonna call her myself. I mean, I like, but there's three dots. Her. There's three dots. It's, and it sends us just gun emojis. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's, I th- that's the only key Fern uses. I think that's probably canon. I think that she sends back a, a gun emoji. <laughs> And a oh. question and a question mark. <laughs> <laughs> Two thumbs down. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I call her. <laughs> okay. I call the police department. Oh, okay. It takes about two rings and then Brindlewood Bay Police. You recognize Fern's voice. Hey Fern. Um surprise, it's another murder. <laughs> what? What? I'm, what do you mean there's another murder? Yeah, we uh we were just at um at Ocean View Grocer. Uh there's a there's a dead man in a cooler. There's a moment of silence. We're also apparently locked in here, so that's bad too. And you can hear her start to swear very loudly and throw things around the room. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought you might you might say that. Um Okay. Who is it? Who's dead this time? Um oh. We I haven't don't know. checked. Yeah, That's... he's got a bag over his head, and we don't want to touch the evidence. I don't. I don't care. Take it off. We. I. I want to know who it is. Okay. Okay. Um. I guess. Uh. Isaac or whoever had already touched the body to move it. Yep. Yep. Take it off. Fern says, "Take it off." Uh. I. I. Are there any like towels for hand washing anywhere in the area? Oh yeah, because it's a uh, fish. Fish stall thing there should be gloves gloves. yeah it should be a hand washing station or something it looks like the whole customer area has been closed down but you can see behind the counter in the back that there are supplies like that i i mean i'll go in there yeah and grab like a pair of gloves yeah hopefully clean and not smelling of fish yep yes there's a there is a a box of uh, rubber gloves Great. Okay. I grab those and I'm like, this is super gross. It's fine. I'm so cool. And I slowly pull the bag off of his head. Sure. This may be a time to meddle. Okay. If any of you would like, if you would like to meddle, because uh, it seems like you're touching this body and you're doing some, some things. Do you think my meddling would potentially count as vitality because I'm trying to do it as delicately as possible, touching the least amount of the bag and the body. I think you can do that. Yes. Um, that is a nine. Now that you have your hands on this, this cold body and this plastic bag, you can see that there was also a piece of twine that was around his neck. And so you're able, if you want, to pull the bag loose because it looks like the twine was put on top of the bag around the neck. Um, I I say to one of them, can someone take a picture before this so we know what it looks like? Georgie? Jo- I'm taking, I've taken like a whole bunch of photos and then I'm videoing it. <laughs> wait, wait, no, go on the other, you have to get on my good side. This angle? Okay. Yeah. This, um, yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm taking this off. Everyone sees me taking it off. These are the exact places I'm putting my fingers. I didn't do it. Oh. Oh, Bernie, we know. Just hurry up already. I want to I'm go sorry. Through. Do you want to do this? 
I'm taking one for the team. You're welcome. Oh, just hurry up. All right, I take it off. (laughs) (laughs) So a couple things happen here. It looks like the knot on this twine is kind of tight, but you are able to sort of get the plastic bag out of it. And as you do, a couple things happen. One is that you notice that inside of this plastic bag is a bag of cotton balls. That is your clue. Oh my God, what? Yeah. Okay. Bag of cotton balls. It's a bag in a bag. It looks like this bag of cotton balls has been opened. And as you are freeing the bag from around this man's head, the plastic gloves that you're wearing, because of your fingernails, almost all of them break right at the tips. My fingernails break or I break? No, you break through the gloves and you get your fingers on the face, on his face. Oh, God. Oh, it's okay. Just don't touch anything else. We have this all on video. We have it's a clear. I'm just going to link to when it would have happened. Yeah, I've got you've got to get stronger gloves. Well, I just I, mean, I figured if they're working with fish, yeah. Yeah, you gotta get stronger gloves. It's just irresponsible. It um, really is. Okay, so who was this dead guy? Hmm. Um, let's see. I'm sure that some of you would know. You know what? I think Flossie, you recognize this man. You know that his name is Jackson Fairbanks. And you know this because he is the brother of of Nicholas Fairbanks, the owner of Nick's Antique Shop, who died about a month ago. So you recognize him as Nick's brother, and he is wearing a uniform as a beer delivery driver. Oh. Uh, late 40s. Oh, Jackson? That's, that's Jackson Fairbanks. What is he? Why? I wonder, I wonder if he can get me my table and chair back from, from Nick's shop. Well, he can't anymore. He's, he's dead. Oh, I know that. I meant to think if I would have called him sooner. I need it back from my store. Uh, but it is a shame. You have a job? Yes, I own an antique furniture store. Oh, God. Georgie shifts uncomfortably. Uh, run out in a job. <laughs> no, no, your job is fine. You're like pursuing what okay, makes okay. you happy and you're like wonderful. And it's my hobby. No, but Flossie having a job. <laughs> Didn't they let Liam out or whatever? He did. <laughs> Anyone did. seen him around? He did it. <laughs> run out. You can hear Fern on the phone yelling. Who is it? It's it's Jackson Fairbanks. Is a beer beer delivery guy. We saw his truck outside, so that's uh, that. We at least know why he was here. Uh, okay, I'll be there as soon as I can. I'll be there as soon as I can. And she hangs up. Uh, oh, you should have told her to bring a battering ram. We're stuck in here, remember? It's fine. She'll just shoot the glass. Oh. So from further down, you can see the swinging doors to the warehouse flap open, and Daisy and Scarlet come out jogging in your direction and when scarlet notices the three of you she sort of slows slows starts to shake her head that's my reaction when i see them too how's the dog how yeah how's ruby my dog is fine what happened what's what's and looks back to daisy what happened what are they doing i just point at the dead guy (laughs) Yeah. Dead guy. Daisy points as well. And Scarlet kind of, ah, jeez. Is that Jack? Seems it, yeah. Well, what happened to him? Why is he? And Daisy says, we saw him. I saw him. I was looking for you and I saw him in the cooler. And then from the other direction, uh, Mr. Croce and Isaac come jogging back. Uh, So all of you are sort of around this body. And Mr. Croce says, okay, okay, here's what we're going to do. Everyone just... Just sit down on, no, no, we'll go back to the front and everyone sit down on the floor and we won't have to touch anything and we'll just wait for the police. We'll just wait for the police and we'll find the key. Oh, Scarlet, did you lock the front door? And Scarlet looks at him like he just burped on her. <laughs> no, I didn't lock the, what? I don't have a key. And he says, well, someone locked the front door. Who has the 
key. Well, I don't have it. And the manager's like pulls out his key ring. He says, like, right here, it's a detachable. It's a detachable. And Okay, who who did you give it to? I didn't give it to anyone. I left it in the door because it was closing time. <laughs> there was no one was here. We were getting ready to close. So I I just I try to facilitate the closing process and I left it in the door. But I don't have it. It would go, it would attach here, it would attach right here, and I don't have it. It's a bad business practice, first of all. Yeah, okay. someone someone clearly came in, took your key, killed a guy, left, locked us in, and who knows, that, that person could uh, come back and, and try to off the rest of us. You, know, you can't lock it from the outside with this key. This is only the inside key. That means the murderer is still here. Oh. But also, how do you get out? Is there another door? Well, you would then un- first you you lock the door so that more customers don't come in. And then okay. all the employees go to the front and you unlock it and then everyone leaves. And then I use this other key and he will shows okay. you his key. And okay. then this is the one that locks it from the outside okay. in the middle. And then this one locks the top lock. And then the bottom lock, I lost okay, that key. So, so we don't lock the that one. deliveries come in? You don't have like a... A back storeroom that yeah does the grocery delivery guys have like a fast pass? And Daisy says yeah, there's a there's a delivery dock in the back, but it's been closed. Uh, we got we get the main deliveries in the morning, uh, but not at closing time. It's that's been locked all day. Oh how? But the beer truck in the back. He came in the front. Yeah, you know, when he got here, he just came right in the front. I think we should do what we do and help out Deputy Fern by figuring this out before she gets here. Thank you for joining us here on Roll to Metal for the Freezer Section of Murder, Part 1. Come on back next week for Part 2. Roll to Metal is a production of ActualStoryPodcasting.com. If you like the show, share a link, tell a friend, maybe write a review, maybe buy a copy of the game written by Jason Cordova over on DriveThruRPG. The link is in the show notes. My name is Jonah Knight. Okay? Goodbye.